Hi guys, welcome to Anna Marieisms. I'm your host, Anna Marie, obviously. I created this podcast because I have so much to share with you, and it's just not going to fit in a nice, neat container. With that in mind, buckle up and let's talk about life. Hello, beloveds. So, you might remember, and if you haven't, go back and give it a listen. Uh, The last podcast I did, I got insanely vulnerable with you guys um, and shared some things that were on my heart. I shared my struggle. And yeah, (laughs) that was really very hard for me. Um, And last week, um, I got a lot of insight. In fact, pretty much immediately after I did that podcast, it was really activating and powerful because uh, spirit just came through and and loved on me and showed me some some pathways to begin altering the position I found myself in. And so here, like, I have some things to share with you guys from that that I was, I was going to share last week, but I was out of commission. Um, everything got really heavy and that's completely okay. And actually I want to speak to that really quickly. All the things that I'm going to share here in just a minute are important, but it's also important to remember that when you make a decision and when you start learning and acting and, and moving and, and being different, when you have a day or a week that you need to cocoon or you backslide or you're just unable to have the energy to do all the things that in your mind you want to do that you would like to do. That's not a time to beat yourself up. That's not a time to bring shame or guilt into the picture. That's a time to be really gentle and kind to yourself. Um, and to give yourself a break and the grace and mercy that you would show anyone else along with a very gentle nudge to do what the first lesson I learned was, um, just one thing. So when I finished up with that podcast two weeks ago, I, I either that night or the next day, I got out an old whiteboard And I gave myself assignments for every day of the week. Just one thing, one thing physical that I needed to do every single day. And I haven't completely kept to that. (laughs) Um, I'd be lying if I said I did. Um, But it's freeing when You get to a place where you haven't done all the things that you want to be doing. When you get to a place where depression has completely overwhelmed you and you see all of your flaws incredibly clearly, it's very hard to look at all the things you have to do and not get overwhelmed. In fact, it may be impossible to look at all the things that you have to do or want to do and not get overwhelmed. And... So spirit just really came through and told me, like, just just do one thing. Stop making this so hard. Stop making it, 
you know, that you have to wait and then do everything all at once. Cause that's kind of my pattern and has been my pattern for a long time is that, okay, well, I'll do that when I can do this, 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 and this, and this too. Right. Um, but what that always got me into was a hole that I couldn't dig myself out of, whether it was financially or physically or emotionally or whatever. And so spirit just said like, look, stop waiting to do all of it at once or to do more at once or to really impress people or to take a really big leap and start just taking one little step, one thing every day. And what's really been impressed upon me last week and the beginning of this week is that it doesn't have to even be the things on the board. If I don't have energy, then doing one thing, whether it's meditating or saying yes to the right food or going on a walk, one thing can change everything about the day. And one thing can be absolutely enough. And sometimes that's all you can do. And that's totally okay and totally fine. So if you find yourself in a place like I was, um, in a place where I might get again, where you are kind of at the bottom of a pit of depression and overwhelm and you can't climb your way back out and you're just stuck with no desire to do shit, then give yourself a break and do one thing. Just one. Whatever it is. Wash a dish. Wash your face. Go put your feet out on the earth. One thing. One. One tiny little itty bitty thing and you'll be amazed at how doing one thing will create momentum for you to do multiple things that day until you're doing things that you'd forgotten you loved that you haven't done in years and suddenly you're living again and it was interesting because when I did that podcast It was right before my period, and you guys know I talk very brazenly and openly about all the things that are taboo in our society, and that's okay. Uh, (laughs) Not all the things, a lot of the things, periods being one of them. I don't think it should be taboo. It's important. But I had my period right after, so periods for me hit really hard. They hit very hard emotionally. They also hit very hard physically, and... During my period, I typically take on collective traumas and family traumas as well as my own traumas, and I'm actually very happy to do that. That's not something that I want to change. You know, a lot of women who move into the spiritual space attempt to have no pain during their period. I've gotten to where I appreciate the pain. I take ibuprofen because I need it the first day, but... The rest of the week, I I typically appreciate the pain and allow it to move me to places of healing, not only for myself, but for the collective and, and people around me as well. And I spent a lot of time in prayer and I spent a lot of time sleeping. And that's what I did pretty much all week last week. And a little part of me, an older part of me, wanted to, you know, really beat myself up because here I had, I'd made these plans and I was going to do one thing and I didn't do the one things. Uh, I did, however, actually get up and do one thing every day, whatever, whatever that thing was, whether it was cleaning or, or something that was beneficial. And 
part of me wanted to beat myself up because, you know, I felt like I was slowing down the momentum, but spirit and my guides, Methuselah really came through and they said, look, babe, it's okay. Like this is a natural cycle for you. And it's important for you to rest during this time. And this is not a place or a space where guilt or shame is appropriate. So let that go. Sit with it, understand it, and then let it go because this is not yours. This is something other people put on women, process it, and let it go. Uh, And so I did. And once it was accomplished and finished, my energy came back. I was able to begin, you know, getting up and and doing the things again that I had been building momentum towards. And today, actually, I sat in the Shamanism Summit 2020 uh, trainings or teachings, I guess is actually a better word, lives, and which are incredible, by the way, if you haven't been listening to the Shamanism Summit and you're someone who is spiritual, wants to learn spiritual things, uh, it's incredible. I highly recommend going to shamanismsummit.com and joining for some of the sessions tomorrow. It's, I mean, it's incredible, you know, very wise people from different cultures, people of color, women of color, uh, teaching how to be at one, how to be in alignment. And there are so many beautiful, good nuggets of wisdom that have come out of of those trainings for me, things that I'm learning at a deeper level already because of that summit. And I have absolutely no idea where I was going with that. (laughs) I do encourage you, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't checked out my Facebook page from today, They didn't get a whole lot of traction because Facebook got mad at me for posting so much in a row and such long quotes, but go and look through those quotes. They're powerful, powerful, powerful things from today's sessions. But at any rate, uh, I was talking about momentum. I was talking about doing one thing and I got on the summit and I have no idea where I was going. So I'm just going to let spirit guide as I continue talking because we're only 10 minutes in and there's plenty of room to go. (laughs) So getting out of the slump of depression and I, I think last, the week before last was the first time in a long time that I really admitted that I was struggling, really truly struggling with deep depression and realized how and verbalized actually verbalized how deep that depression had become where I was you know I had I had no desire to live and that's it's so unhealthy and I was talking about tonight with an acquaintance of mine how that's something that really kind of came about when I first started my spiritual journey It was so painful at the start of my spiritual journey. There was so much that I learned. It tore me away from my faith. Um, It took me a while to find my way back to God fully. I feel like I'm, I'm just finally beginning to have a healthy relationship with God again. It, It just wrecked me. And it was so painful that I just, while I kept learning a little bit spiritually and I, and I did some work, I really didn't continue any process and I stopped wanting to live and I stopped living 
You know, I found ways to constantly numb myself. I, I just kind of gave up on life and kind of got in my head and stayed intellectual with everything. And one thing that really came out of one of the sessions in the summit today was how spiritual practice is a process. It's not something you get to the end of, which is powerful because, you know, we have a tendency when we move into a spiritual practice, especially when we haven't been engaged in spiritual practice before, where we do things and then when we and when they start working, we stop doing them because, you know, everything's good now. So I don't have to do the spiritual practice anymore. And then we start falling and we don't understand why we've started falling and we start blaming our old traumas when the reality is, is that we weren't doing the rituals, the things that kept connecting us to our four pillars of connection. That's a, a, a term I'm going to coin. I've, I've not seen it anywhere else, but uh, the four pillars of connection, with which I talked about in a live stream earlier today, are connection to ourself, connection to God or spirit, source, whatever you want to call God connection to nature and connection to people, self, God, nature, people, community. And when we stop doing those rituals, when we stop doing the things that work, because suddenly life is great, we stop being connected, that's when we start faltering. That's when we stop knowing what's going on. That's when trauma starts coming up and we start blaming the trauma so more trauma comes up and law of attraction Worse gets worse, gets worse, gets worse, gets worse. Good gets good, gets good, gets good, gets good. Try saying that eight times fast. I think I just messed it up saying it once. But when we focus on the good, good comes. When we focus on the bad, bad comes. So when we get in a spiral, it's very hard to get out of that spiral unless we have anchors that pull us back to where it is that we're actually wanting to go. So, you know, for instance, if we have a ritual of meditation and connection that we use every day, then when we get stuck in our head and we start intellectualizing, like I have a tendency to do, a ritual, if I have something that I do every day of meditation, that's going to pull me back to myself. That's going to pull me out of my head and into my body immediately. And then the spiral is ended before it's even really started. But if I don't have that ritual and for, you know, years I didn't, I didn't allow it to be a process. It was a one and done. I'll do what I have to do when I have to do it. I'm not going to make this an everyday part of my life. What would happen is that I would get stuck in the spiral. I wouldn't have an anchor to pull me back. And it would be months before I got back to a place of momentum again because I would have to see through to the end of the spiral because I didn't have the anchors to pull me back. And so that's another thing. So first we have do one thing. Second, we have find anchors, find rituals, places, sources of connection, connecting to yourself, connecting to God, connecting to community, connecting to nature. Those things are going to pull you back out of the spiral, out of depression, back to a place where you can continue gaining momentum. And that's not to say you won't have days where you don't want to do anything. And that's not to say you won't have days where you just need to focus on your emotions and focus on sleep. There absolutely will be those days. That's balance. 
that's understanding what balance is. And that's, we have to appreciate and honor cycles. And yet we have to have things in place, tools in place. This is something, tools, rituals, kind of same thing, maybe different, it depends. We have to have those in place in order to always point us back in the direction that we're wanting to go. So first thing I did after creating that podcast two weeks ago was I got the whiteboard out, wrote things out, put it in a prominent place where I could see it. I started writing uh, notes on my mirrors in, um, eh, not Sharpie, not permanent marker, but the erasable marker. There you go. I immediately went back to prayer and using, using prayer as an anchor, using prayer to connect to God, using prayer to connect to myself, affirmation. Those tools we speak so much about in the spiritual community but which so few people use on a daily basis. And it's like it's like if I were to set out in a canoe down a river, right? And I were to paddle one day and then I w- I'm going in the right direction, so I put the paddles away. And then I get confused when I start going the wrong way. Like that doesn't make any sense, right? The paddles are there for me to use them. If I stop using the paddles, the river will take me wherever the river river wants to take me. But if I keep using the paddles, then I'm always going to be able to stay on my own course. That doesn't mean I have to paddle constantly because sometimes the river will want me to go in the direction that I want to go. But other times when the current starts shifting and spinning and maneuvering and logs get in the way and rocks get in the way, I need to have those paddles at the ready so that I can continue going in the direction that I want to go. And that's, that's the, the power of flow. And that's the thing that a lot of people, myself in the past, get confused is that flow doesn't mean not having tools, Just because you're going downstream in the canoe doesn't mean you won't need to use the paddles. Just because I'm in the flow, just because life's currently going the direction I want it to go, doesn't mean I can stop meditating. Doesn't mean I can stop connecting with God. Doesn't mean I can stop connecting with myself, with nature, with community. Doesn't mean I can stop doing one thing a day. Because if I stop all those things, if I stop using my tools when things get good, things go bad very quickly. And it's all a learning process. And we learn all of these lessons at deeper and deeper levels every single time. There's never an end to the learning. There's never an end to the process. And one of my problems for so many years was thinking that there was an end that there's an end goal, that I'm like rushing to get to the end of something, but there isn't an end. So if I'm not enjoying the process, if I'm not present in the process, then I miss the experience and I get caught in a spiral. That leads to depression. That leads to a lifetime of not living. So Use your tools. Find the tools that work for you. And they're probably going to be different than the tools that work for me. But one thing, for instance, that I've really avoided 
that my spirit guides have been really trying to get me to use is meditation. And yet I've avoided it because it's uncomfortable. And yet it's necessary because it's a tool that connects me to myself and helps me keep going forward. Even if you're full, if you, if you stop moving, if you become stagnant, you die. You get depressed. You get unhappy. That's how life works. Stagnant things are unhealthy. There has to be movement in order for life to continue. There has to be movement in order for life to grow. And that is where the power is. So I hope that for someone, this is incredibly helpful. If you're in a spot like I was in two weeks ago, if you're in a spot like I've been in for like the past four years with those periods of great momentum and then 90% of the time, those periods of great lethargy and not caring and not living, then the answer is to use tools. Make a decision Use tools and don't see those tools as something that like is for weak people. Strong people use tools all the time. People who are powerful, people who are good leaders utilize tools. They're necessary and they use them powerfully. It's not weakness. This is this this is part of my this is part of what my problem was was seeing tools as weakness. If I had to use a tool, then I wasn't strong enough. Well, that's bullshit. And also recognizing that the process and the daily enjoyment of the tools, the daily enjoyment of the ritual is where the power is. When you are meditating, when you are being silent, when you are connecting, when you are using different rituals, different tools to connect and to come into alignment prior to taking action, prior to to doing other things that living beings do, That's where you find your power. That's where you find your connectedness. That's where you find your joy of life. That's where you find your presence. Um, And that's where you find your alignment and your ability to live from a powerful space. We get lost when we don't have anchors. We get lost when we wait to do things until it's the perfect moment. We get lost when we wait to do things until all of our ducks are in a row. Life is messy and it's a good thing to be messy with life. It's a good thing to just take a step forward and not worry about whether it's the wrong step or the right step. If you spend so much time trying to figure out if you're right or wrong and If this will work or that will work, the other will work, you you paralyze yourself. Did you hear like the tension in my chest when I even said that? You paralyze yourself and then you can't move forward and you get stuck and you stay in that stuckness. But when you're willing to be wrong and you're willing to be messy and you're willing to fuck up, but you have those tools in place to always guide you back to the right path, That's when you can live a life that is filled with purpose. That's when you can live a life that is filled with joy. That's when you can live a life that's worth living. So I love you guys. I hope this is helpful and I will speak with you soon. Take care, everyone. 
so much for listening to this podcast. I hope that in some way it has enriched your life. If you have questions, comments, or you have a topic that you would like for me to cover or a guest that you would like for me to have on, please feel free to email me at annamarie.legacy at gmail.com. You can also check out my website, annamarieisms.com. There's so much information on there for you. I look forward to hearing from you. Please join us next week. And until then, know that you are loved. I love you. And there is nothing that you cannot do.